See her rolling up, Uber black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tats Baby's bad, oh baby's hella bad After her there ain't no coming back Wanna take a run at that I think she's feeling me, turn it up a few degrees My What is going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to Beyond the Rider Live, episode 43. I hope everybody's doing well, and uh, we are going to have ourselves a good show today. But Denver, I have a question for you before we start, sir. Ah, uh, shoot there, big guy. You're a truck driver. Do you ever have those days where you feel like you're going to pass out? You're tired, yeah. you're exhausted? Oh, you know what, yes. You know what you should try? No, what's that? What do you got? cup of fainting goat coffee denver the days when i feel like i'm gonna pass out i go to fainting goat coffee and i feel so much better about my day man i should i should give it a try you I'm, should I'm down for it because you know those early mornings you get up at way before the sun's coming up all you guys are generally still in bed and i'm one of those lucky guys that's on the road i don't know if i call it lucky but hey i am because you know, <laughs> trying to help our economy go well, a big shout out to uh, Droop and Dallas for sending me the hat. I greatly appreciate it. Um, they're they're going to wonder why I'm tagging them in all my Facebook posts or Instagram posts for a while, but yeah, I'll be all right. So, guys, I hope you're well. So, let's get into the episode. Rob, how are you, sir? Welcome to the channel. Uh, there oh, you go. Thanks, thanks for having me here. And, oh, um, really excited. Thank you so much. Great. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I love the fact that your channel has a positive message because that's what we try and be about. Except for Denver, he's kind of grumpy, but you know we we deal with it. Hey, not today. No, not yet. Well, it's because you had some of that fainting goat coffee. That's why. But uh, Rob, so give us give us the elevator pitch. Tell us tell us about you, your social media, and then I guess we'll get into it. So uh, my name's Rob. I also go by Dead Knot. I actually have two channels. Um, one started to be somewhat serious. And then Dead Not became not so serious. And I'm trying to continue that theme. And I'm even I'm even going to probably separate them a bit more with a bit more shenanigans and other stuff in the future. Uh, so Dead Not from the, you know, I'm kind of a large individual being six foot five, 300 pounds and riding a victory cross country. So I'm a bit, a bit of a big mass going down the road. Guy made a comment about... Uh, you know, I was like a bold battleship, and so that became Dreadnought. So then it became Deadnought. Then when I looked at names available, not dead, um, kind of fit for Facebook. So I sure. started rolling with it. I like it. So how long have you been on YouTube? Uh, so first channel uh, started putting up like some uh, when I lived in Yellowknife. I put up a couple Aurora Borealis videos which is the Northern Lights, because I was living in the Canadian Arctic with the Canadian oh, military. Oh, very nice. And uh, so I bought a, one of those fancy cameras that, you know, opens for a couple seconds to get that exposure, and you, you're out in the darkness, and it's it's kind of awesome that way. And uh, so that allowed me to start playing with photography then, and I posted them on YouTube, and people kind of liked it. Um, but then 2014, diagnosed with cancer, military said, you're out of here. Uh, so down to Edmonton, Alberta, I went, um, and that's where I, I had to replace my bike anyway for different reasons. And so I bought the cross country and started riding it around. I met up with a couple of uh, motor vloggers, and so I decided to start a channel more dedicated to I wasn't letting cancer stop me from riding. 
Good for and you. actually at first called the, the channel, Cancer Sucks, Let's Ride. <clears throat> Way too much of a mouthful. Uh, mm -hmm. Didn't go over well. So um, so I that's how Dead Not kind of got the change to it. Um, I was writing a blog at the time. So on my Rob channel, uh, a lot of times a couple people said, you know, show us your face every once in a while so we know how you're doing, you know, losing weight through treatments and gaining weight that kind of stuff. So I started just doing talking head vlogs uh, in my basement, just quick chats uh, mm -hmm. at the camera. And so that's all the stuff that's been on the Rob channel is those sort of cancer updates, what's going on in cancer life. It's now just down to annual scopes, uh, monitoring phase, what the guy calls. And uh, so then now that's why I'm trying to decide where I'm taking the channel next. Okay. And that's... Uh, I've got a lot of stuff. I'm starting to record some content. I've got, uh, I have a notebook of ideas, um, you know, cause I'm, you know, I'm 50 as I discovered you were on, on Friday. Um, you old farts. <laughs> My day. Yeah. And uh, so I forget a lot of things. So I write notes. Um, so I actually do have a note here just to increase my credibility. I have seen the breakfast club. Just so Oh, snap. Hey, I watched this Shots the other night, okay? fired. God. Getting beat wait, up wait, by Rob, let's, let's find out if you really watched it. Denver, tell me your two favorite scenes of that movie. I got to say, dude, it was comical, and they're all getting fucking smoking joints, and that, that was some funny shit. I That's one. Well, yeah, That's I one. don't know, Rob. I'm kind of feeling like you might not have seen it, but all right. Hey, and running well, off to the school what, when What I happened tried when to find someone it? was beating on a table? Someone's beating on a table? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, now you got me thinking. Uh, but he still hasn't seen 16 Candles, so we're not. Uh, so, yeah, so who would you want to be in that? You know, like, I make jokes to people, like, would you be Long Duck Dong, or do you want to be the main guy, you know, the good-looking one? The Jake um, guy? I wanted that 944 Porsche, though. I always thought that was a nice car. Yeah. <laughs> hey, very Tim Allen of you to uh, say, oh, let's talk about a car. You know, recognize movies by their cars. You know, yeah. it's... You know, when you're you're a night, well, it was a, I wasn't even nineteen. I was a young kid. You know, you think, oh, I should just get a Porsche. They're not that expensive. I don't want a Porsche. Jake Ryan, yes, yeah, see, Ty from Tennessee, seen it, Denver. Hey, I did watch it tonight. Okay. Wow, side chat's going nuts. You yeah. know what I think we need to have, and we'll let the side chat chime in. We need to have a an off schedule show where the audience tri trivia. We it's audience trivia for Denver. Let's see what Denver really knows about pop culture. We can make it into a drinking game. We'll lose the whole audience in 20 minutes. <laughs> all be drunk and passed out. Yeah. Oh, uh, so so Rob, when did you uh when did you get the love of three to have three wheels? <laughs> wow, I need to drink. So when did you get the love of wanting to ride? Uh so that actually goes back to the 80s. Um I lived in on an off-grid farm in the mountains of BC. The neighbor's farm, uh, kids had dirt bikes. So I started riding a bit there. Uh, some other friends had dirt bikes. And so it became cool, dirt bikes. This is fun. I, at the time, was the kid who rode a horse as my main mode of transportation. Um, so when uh, when I got a little bit older, um, around 85, I bought my own bike, um, a Honda Dual Sport. Nice. Which XL one? Something. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, how many okay. 125, 175, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. Um, then... Uh, then uh, when I graduated high school, I uh, ran off to join the circus 
uh, and then lived in Victoria, BC for a number of years in the 90s, uh, where you can ride year round if things are good. And I did uh, ride, you know, improperly without a license uh, for quite a while. Um, then, uh, then, then I took, you know, kids, you know, life stopped, ri stopped riding because A, I didn't have a license and B, just didn't, uh, they couldn't afford the bike, that kind of stuff. Then uh, when I was in Afghanistan uh, with the military, I actually lost a lot of friends back home. You know, a friend killed in a helicopter crash, a couple of heart oh, attacks. Sorry to hear you know, that. that. That thing of, you know, life does that thing where it's like, okay, I'm losing more friends at home while in Afghanistan than I lost my friends in Afghanistan while I was there. So I, I was on the phone with my wife, uh, the satellite phone. And I said, when I get back, I'm buying a motorcycle. And I just kind of stated it matter of fact. And at the time, her sister's husband was going through brain cancer, had a terminal brain cancer. He rode, had a couple bikes, um, but he just had some pretty bad seizures. Doctor was taking his license away and he had a, um, he had this shadow 1100 sitting in his garage and they were all disappointed that he could see it and his mind wasn't all right. So it was really bothering him that that bike was there. And so I said, write, write them a check, just make it appear in our garage, um, get it out of sight, you know, whatever they want, pay it, get it to our house. Um, and then that got me back into it. Um, then in 2014, the day the doctor told me I had cancer when my wife and I, because we lived in Yellowknife, but the specials in Edmonton, you fly down for the day. So you leave, Ed, leave Yellowknife for a two hour flight at six in the morning, um, go to your appointment. Then you got to wait for the night flight home. And so we went for lunch and there was a Polaris victory dealer right beside the pub. And uh, so we're on the phone, you know, call my mom, call the kids, calling everyone to say it's official. It's cancer. And I just sort of looked at my wife and said, I think I want to buy a brand new motorcycle and walked in and the, uh, started talking to the guy. Uh, we had, uh, used the phone to check the bank account balance and he realized I could have easily quite afford it. So we, he said, well, if you want a black one, it's in a box right there. I said, how much of a deposit would you like? So that's how the decision got made. Nice. That's a that's a fantastic bike too. It's a shame they stopped making that. Well, it, what I like about it is being my size. You know, if I look at a Harley, I have to put the tall boy seat on, which means my wife's seats get smaller, um, I, or peg. You know, have to spend money to make it fit me better. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm sitting on the tank. And a buddy of mine with a Street Glide, we compared the bikes literally side by side, rake, wheelbase. We lined everything up perfectly. And the biggest thing is my seating position's four inches further back than his. Wow. Dang. Stock. And that's what makes me fit it better. So Yeah, that's the that's the the downside. You buy a Harley and I feel like you spend the first well, it's like the first forever. You you don't stop trying to make it fit you perfectly. It's uh it, it's never easy. That's a huge setback though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So have you done many? Um, so what, what sort of mods have you put into it? Stage one. Nice. 
upgraded to headlight because it. I bought it with the incandescent. Uh, um, it came with like an old bulb, got the LED. When Victory went out of business, all the parts went on sale. So I put 500 bucks into upgrades because it was, instead of being two grand, it was 500 bucks. That ain't um, going to be that. Other than that, that's all I've done. That's awesome. Yeah. So Marine Ryder just got a Harley. I don't think he realizes he's a Harley guy by that comment. <laughs> but you'll get over it, Marine. <laughs> by yeah. the way, Marine Ryder, we'd like to know how many T-shirts you bought in the first week, by the way. Yeah, by contract, uh, you know, I think there's a rule on that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if everything you own doesn't say Harley within the first six months, they bring the bike. You have to yeah. turn the bike back in. It's a true story. I, I was kind of like a repossession thing. Yeah. Yeah. I laugh at a lot of Harley riders because uh, one time at a Tim Hortons in Canada, because Tim Hortons is like one of the big bikers. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, fucking I Timmy's, to, eh? I finally got to a Timmy's. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee shit, isn't it? I didn't think it was that bad. Donuts yeah. were good. Yeah. Oh, donuts are great. So anyway, one time someone said, oh, hey, there! did you hear there was a fight at the bike night? I wonder what happened. I commented that, you know, well, probably someone walked into the parking lot, said Harley sucks, and by contract, the person with the least amount of T-shirts has to throw a punch. And... Uh, yeah. So telling some stories with, to some friends at a bar, telling this story, because um, I was there with a few other riders, and I knew my buddy didn't ride a Harley, so he, he was getting a kick out of the story from across the table. Another guy goes, well, do you want to step outside? And I said, you have the least amount of T-shirts. <laughs> so, again, being my size, I am a bit of a jackass, you know. That's Okay. Our fandom kind of kind of relates to that, you know. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like there's the the cult of Harley for sure. I never owned a Harley till this one, and then when I bought it, I I love the bike. I have no qualms with buying it, but it's it's definitely different. It's definitely yeah. a, a cult status. Yeah, well, then that's I I actually laugh about it a lot, but uh, you know, and that's that's the thing is it almost, you have to sign up to the, the marketing machine that is Harley. Like I won't, you know, especially now that I'm in marketing school is at, you know, cause I'm going to school at 50 um, and I'm taking marketing and I find it funny, you know, that I I've thought it for years, you know, second only to Disney's marketing in my mind is Harley mm -hmm. um, because I've organized a lot of charity events and charity rides. And when you talk to dealers, if about their involvement, Harley is a very different perspective than the other dealers. And a big part of that, I think, is their marketing perspective. Mm -hmm. You talk to one dealer and he's like, okay, well, well, how many people come to these events? How many might be replacing their bike? Um, all that stuff. You go to the Harley dealer, he's like, so how many people there uh, aren't riding Harleys and should be? You know, that's that's the way they the dealers were looking at it. You know, not... How many people of that small demographic? It's like, okay, you have this many riders. I can sell them all the bike. Yeah, it, it's um, oh, Marine Rider bought a jacket. So he's officially a Harley rider. Now. Oh. oh, man. You mean they didn't throw it in with the bike? <sighs> no, there's 900 hour a month payments. They probably were afraid to kind of throw it in. Yeah, yeah they want to throw that. You know, then they, they got the $50 t shirts and, you know, the jacket you know you had to get separate financing so yeah. you know. um indian has a promotion i think it's going on this weekend that they'll give you a free indian t-shirt if you come in and throw another uh, motorcycle manufacturer's t-shirt in the in the garbage bin really yeah up here i don't know if they do it anywhere else oh that's that's pretty Canadian funny thing. 
<laughs> yeah. I probably got some shirts that don't fit me. I need to throw in there. Yeah. And and I, a free Indian shirt. I'll admit, like most it. time I, I go to a Harley dealership, I'll go to that fucking clearance rack. All right, what do you got? Cheap, because that's me. I'm a cheap bastard sometimes. Yeah. I actually spend a lot of time in Harley dealers because I have a lot of friends saying, oh, you're in Halifax because there's one Harley dealer out here in the Maritimes now. And so they're like, get me a shirt, get me a chip, chip it to me and all that stuff. So I'm in there a few times a year picking up a handful of chips. Um, it got to the point, I think I bought 10 last time I was in there and just threw in the dresser drawer uh, so that when someone wants a chip, I can send it to them. Um, you know, when I lived in Yellowknife, there was a Harley dealer there. People wanted T-shirts. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to watch my figure. This shit's low on carbs and it was cheap and I don't know. But hey, don't worry. I, I got the whiskey coming next because these pounders are about empty. Yeah. yeah. Jason Boosie's saying the uh, in his Indian dealership's doing the uh, thing. I got to check that out. That'd be pretty funny. That That's that's pretty interesting. How's I'll the marketing they, thing? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Denver. No, Goose is with me. He hits that clearance rack first thing, too. Hey, you got to be smart. You can get that shit half price, and that's almost affordable then. <laughs> that's where I got my leather jacket. It was like half off. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth shopping the uh, clearance rack. Oh, so what yeah. got you to want to try uh, marketing? That's uh... So I volunteer a lot. Actually, that's how I ended up meeting my wife. You know, okay. I was into camping as an, as an off-grid redneck kid. Um, so when I was out on my own, I started uh, being a scout leader because I love the outdoors. So helping teach kids how to cook over a stove or a camp stove or a fire, that kind of stuff. I was good at it and I enjoyed it. Going camping, loved it. And so I ended up meeting my wife through volunteering. So we've been lifelong volunteers with so many things. And as time goes on, we're still volunteering. I'm helping with a lot of motorcycle rides. I was off work for a lot of time due to, due to cancer in Edmonton. So I would just the I would just be seeing all these different groups that would just sort of like, oh, we'll put up a Facebook page. And that's their marketing. They would only okay. just put up a Facebook page. And everyone could say, well, I'll run the Facebook page because I I'm I'm on Facebook. So but no one really understood marketing. Neither did I. I openly admit that. Um, but with my medically induced retirement, I have a big pot of money to make myself smarter. And because I see marketing as an area volunteer groups and nonprofits need help with, if I can make myself a better volunteer, it just makes more sense to do stuff like that. And then I had started a cancer blog um, when I was uh, um, going through cancer because my cancer is bladder cancer, which a lot of people think never heard of it. I hadn't. Um, Most people haven't heard of it. It's, it's the fourth most common in men in Canada. Wow. Really? Is there and a reason not, for that? I mean, is it something that they've been able to figure out? Well, it's it's not that they, they figured out a lot of different things about what causes it. Um, but what they don't realize is nobody talks about it. Okay. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of people have it and don't want to talk about it. So I started a blog to talk about it. Like when you go over to, and that's when I start, now that I'm in this marketing, on my Rob channel, it has like a bunch you know 50 videos or something like that one video has 4400 views whereas the entire channel has like 6400 views and it wasn't until recently i figured out why because the title of that video is what you need to know about bcg bcg is the immunotherapy treatment you get for my cancer it has 4400 views 
And so I'm willing to bet the reason that video has been hit so much is people type in what is BCG because you don't know. And what comes up? This guy telling me about it. Why? Because that's what they were treating my cancer with. So then all of a sudden, my mind's starting to go, okay, marketing YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine behind Google, and YouTube's owned by Google mm -hmm. or Alphabet or whatever they call themselves now. Um, so how can you start gaming that and turn it into a game? Like find ways um, to do that. So on, that's why on the Rob channel, I'm going to start doing educational, inspirational content about marketing and then try to talk about stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, it's a, in cancer. It's a word about three words about this long that means tuberculosis, um, and uh, but the you know, and then I'm going to try and apply some of these concepts on the Dead Knot channel. Um, you know, like I've I haven't worried about a logo. I haven't worried about titles. And, but now that my mind is focusing on the marketing side of things. I think I can understand more. And I actually have pages of notes in my, my book that, you know, just ideas as I get them, I write them down. And, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, okay, how can I incorporate this? And that's where I want to start taking my channels. Um, and, and I do even my cancer blog, which is dying off because I, nothing happens with it anymore. Cause we're just monitoring. Um, I'm going to change up a blog and start talking about that whole inspirational, motivational, educational and change try to change that narrative a little bit so it makes it easier for people to understand. Because one thing I'm finding, no one understands it because it's all, it's just like the military, a million acronyms. Mm. You know, Marine Rider mentioned BCG, birth control glasses. Yeah. Every time we have a, um, every time we get a few military guys together, it's always, sometimes it's comparing acronyms. What does this one mean for you? What does this one mean for us? Um, <laughs> and or you hear someone talking about a million acronyms, you try to go, okay, what's that one mean? Huh? Or or a lot of big words, and you try to pronounce them right, and nobody might get them right, but th they mean something. But to a lot of guys, like you have no fucking idea. You know, you start getting like with your you know deal battling with cancer. You know, I'm sure there's you start reading or you know doctor explaining stuff to you, and it's like uh, English. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, they start that. throwing out some of these words it's like, uh, yeah. And yeah, you got to educate yourself on that too. Much like, you know, you go with the acronyms and yeah, there could be a lot to it trying to understand, you know, and I could see where you're, you know, your cancer blog and, you know, talking about it and, you know, your story and what you've gone through, you know, could help other people, maybe not a bladder cancer, but cancer in general, because it's so, I mean, unfortunately nowadays it's, it's fucking everywhere. There's a, I swear to God, there's a cancer for everything now and it sucks. Mm -hmm. But you well, know, if I'm, one person can be positive and have some stories, you know, Hey, I've done this, this, and this, you know, people start reading it and you know, it goes back what we we're talking about beforehand that a positive mental attitude, just being positive about stuff and you know, not dwelling on it, but be positive, you know, look at the next day. Hey, I'm, I'm going here. And you know, there's a lot of stuff I think where, you know, you, you could help, you know, if it's one person, that's awesome. More people read it. But if, you know, something where you can help somebody, you know, get to that next day or, or you know, give them the inspiration they need, then I think that's absolutely awesome. Well, attitude is so much about it. And that's what I tell a lot of people. It's if you if you treat it like a big, dark, scary secret, it dwells and becomes one. Mm -hmm. um, but if, if you believe you can beat it, 
<clears throat> you most likely will. If you believe it will beat you, it's going to, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so Junkyard Dad's key about the Memento Mori. Yep, this is a hard-to-find shirt through a comp- veteran company. Like, I don't buy mainstream shirts. I buy from small companies and stuff like that. This is a small veteran company in Canada. They do a Memento Mori shirt. And so, yeah, Memento Mori, remember you will die. Um, but at the same time, remember you will live, Memento Viver. Now, that's actually a tattoo story because I actually have what I call my Memento Mori here tattoo, which there's a video on one of my channels about it um, that I incorporated into a blog post that talked about remember you will die. And then actually I have an appointment for another tattoo here that's being designed as a Memento Viver, life remember to live. So um, Droop brought up as well. I'm just going to keep talking here. And uh, <laughs> you talked about, uh, do you think it's less known about men because we're hard-headed and scared of doctors? Yes and no. Um, so bladder cancer, your main symptom is blood in your urine, which 90% of men will say kidney stones. 75% of doctors will say kidney stones. 60% of the time, it is kidney stones. Um, but the problem is, is that it's also, our guy's going to want to talk about the pecker because I've had 27 BCG treatments, five surgeries, and I stopped counting how many cystoscopies I've had. Cystoscopies where you get a fishing pole with a camera at the end, checking the inside of your bladder. During yeah. all those procedures, no new holes are made in your bladder. And, you know, Fun pub tricks, uh, you know, like one time when I first guys were first talking about the surgery, because my first tumor was two inches by two inches in my bladder, was Ooh. removed without. So one guy goes, oh, was that done laparoscopically? And I'm like, no, transurethrally. Then you have that pregnant pause in the crowd around the beer and everyone goes, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it becomes a bit of a drinking game sometimes to see how many guys you can get to wince in, in sympathy pain. <laughs> Because remember, <clears throat> bit of a jackass. No, but hey, I mean, you know, and sometimes that's the reality. You've got to put it yep. out there. I think that it's important too that you're you're fi- you're finding a, an organic message for your channel. That's it's something that you clearly believe in and, and something you want to talk about. I think that's huge. You know, because so many so many people try and struggle to find their voice for their channel. That's great that you found that. Yeah, I just got to figure out how to properly sort of weaponize it and make it make sense. Um, uh, we haven't figured it out. You, just, yeah. you know, you just throw stuff up. But that's you the fun time, right? Yeah. And I, I kind of sign off a lot of my videos that way. It's like, I don't know where we're going, so let's find out together. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I think there's people that either have this uh, really robust, like, business plan of what they want to do, and then there's people that are like, ah! That's yeah. how Denver got on YouTube. True story. He was called me like it. I don't know. I want to say like five o'clock. And it's like, how do you do a YouTube live? And by like seven o'clock, we were doing one on his channel. Yeah, I remember. Actually, yeah, I and it was just like, yeah. you know, why not? We just yeah. threw Denver into the deep end of the pool. He learned to swim. Yeah, well, that's uh, part of the fun, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, you know, nothing like being the blood end of everybody's jokes. I'm used to it. It's all good. But at the end of the day, it's it's how. It's how sometimes you have to do things, right? You can 
I, I don't think you necessarily need a direction. You just kind of have to wing it. People enjoy your content. They're going to watch. Yeah. And that's the trick, right? Making content that's enjoyable, educational, entertaining. Find some way that makes people want to be there. Um, you know, like I've been talking to a few guys, like one guy, you know, does great content on, um, you know, just showing locations. So people, I think, watch this channel because they want to see this small town in Nova Scotia. That's kind of cool stuff. History, educational. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's, you know, you have to, you have to find your thing yep. now. Are you going to, are you going to sort of take the marketing aspect of it and try and apply it to this channel? Or are you going to sign an experiment on the other channel with that? So I'm going to experiment, I think on dead, not be that, be that that's normally my, uh, yes. you know, test bed for bad ideas. Okay. And, uh, um, you know, whereas I'll try to keep the content on Rob will be more talking about the education and demonstrating things and just the, the education side of it. And then it's like, okay. And over here, we're going to try and make dead, not a logo and I can't draw. So let's see what happens. Ah, you know? Um, and then, you know, you know, cause when I was off due to cancer, I watched a shit ton of videos. Um, you know, <laughs> Wow, that's sponsored. Hey, you know, it's comfortable. I got to say, when you sit on these, you know, I had to go get it earlier because I couldn't figure out why my chair was so uncomfortable. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I got my wild ass. You got to stay comfortable, man. It's kind of like being hydrated. Stay hydrated. <laughs> stay comfortable in your ass. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Cheers. What, um, so what, what are good channels? I mean, there's a lot of YouTubers in the room, obviously. What are some good channels that you found to learn uh, how to build your channel or for marketing? Well, um, I'm not sure from a well from a marketing perspective. When you start looking at like law-abiding biker Ryan Urlacher, yeah, he is he has taken the marketing side of it with his email list. Like I got what four emails from him the other day. Like maybe a bit too much, but like you know he's across all the digital channels, um, finding different ways, and he's doing stuff that people want. Now I don't ride a Harley, so I hate to say it. Brian, I didn't watch your video on your Harley exhaust. Um, you know, it's just, there's so many videos out there about Harley. That's what people are searching. Harley this, Harley that. That's going to, you know, that's part of the marketing. You know, as you see people, put your bike in the title. Why? Because that way it's going to get a ping every time someone searches. Sports your 1200. Um, if, you're, if your sports your 1200 is mentioned in your title, in your description, in the tags, um, then... The algorithms are going to go. Someone has a question about a sports of 1200. This might be good information for them. And then they might show it to them. Um, well, I really, I'm going to make videos about looking at my YouTube analytics. Um, dive deep in your analytics and look at how they'll tell you how many times they showed your video in that panel of extra videos, how many times on the homepage shown to people. They'll tell you your video was shown to 7,700 people. You know, 300 people clicked on your channel. Of that, 10 people watched a video. Here's your percentages, you know, and you can almost graph that out. That's all your conversions, click-through rates, all those terms they love in marketing. Wild stuff. You're muted. Yeah, Brad muted himself. How there much? You go, uh, 
how much you can learn and at the same time how lost you can get at the same time because yep. um, it's really weird too because you'll have these videos that'll sit dormant for months and then they get caught up in another in video or an algorithm yep. and they take yep. off it's crazy because i feel like yep. all the content i produced in the fall really didn't go anywhere but now that writing season's back on the east coast all of a sudden everything's taken off it's yep. it's very interesting yeah, well, and that's just it. It's, it maybe it just shows, you know, something with, you know, all of a sudden it's trending now, but you put it out before. So there you go. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a, a tangled web. Now, have you dived much into SEO? Um, just did an entire course on it. Um, I don't quite have my marks back yet, but uh, I think I did pretty good. Uh, it was pretty wild when you start looking at your keyword research and how how all these things like even just on page optimization all the different ways you can optimize a website which includes a youtube channel so that when they, they crawl it and figure out its credibility on mm -hmm. a topic they do that it's uh it is pretty wild uh when they start getting into the ins and outs of it and you know we had some guest speakers come in who they make their living literally trying to game the seo algorithms yeah it's a it, it seems to be it's a um it's a beast and it's also one of those things where it seems like it changes daily like i mean there's not a day that well i wouldn't say a day but a week that goes by that you go in and you look at youtube analytics or something that youtube's posting you know they're now changing the rules on this or that it's crazy yeah but yeah the one you just clicked <laughs> up there's Sturgis in the title bikini book car wash thumbnail I've seen those get you know, on a channel and all of a sudden gets millions because a friend of mine did that. The the one that I always like is it's the video that leaves you to believe that you're going to be looking at something that's risque, but your mind can't process that you won't see that on YouTube, but you still click on it. People are like, oh, it's got like 12 billion views because someone thinks it's like a topless car wash in yeah. the title. So they watch it, but you can't show it on. It's yeah. Crazy. So it's actually convertible to top down that a guy sitting there doing this. Yeah. You know, that's you know topless car wash they didn't lie to you exactly <laughs> i want the beard to throw a punch at me on youtube you know so i can you know get all the views uh, speaking of which the beard you're uh you're on with uh denver this weekend sunday 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 denver, sunday fun day yeah and to beard before i forget we got to talk about bike night coming this monday if you're going the baggers and brews will live right down the road for me yeah yeah they're good guys Okay, so that beer is awful dark, man. What are you drinking, Rob? I am drinking a local microbrew uh, from Lower Sackville called Old Biddy's Brew House. I have a good friend of mine. Uh, and I am drinking a uh, Irish Red. All right. I just curious. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm a beer connoisseur, so I you know I, I always like to check it out. Yeah, I I do and I do enjoy my beer, and so I started hanging out at a brewery to learn a whole bunch more about it, and it's an absolute blast. Because, so backstory to this one, um, as I was being medically, uh, med my medical induced retirement, and so one of the programs we have is my last six months while I'm in uniform, I'm allowed to go work for civilian companies, but of course COVID hit in in 2020. So all of a sudden, all my plans fell through. So I was at the local brewery getting some to-go cans. And I said, so how are things going? He said, well, we're getting to that point. An extra set of hands would be handy. I'm like, 
boy, have I got a deal for you. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a free six-month employee? I know a guy. <laughs> and so they were like, yes, and yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an absolute blast. I learned so much. Like, I brewed beer, you know, in the barracks uh, back in the 90s because it was beer, easy. Or was that Pruno? No, it was beer. <laughs> Not good beer, but it was beer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so I, I do enjoy different beer. I'm, I'm, I'm horrible when I go to a, when I, you know, it's, I've been doing this for over 25 years where I'll go up to a bar in a foreign place, you know, whether it's somewhere else in Canada, I'm like, give me something that's local and red. And then you want to see some confused, uh, staff. <laughs> yeah. Give me a local and red beer. And they're like, uh, Rickards. I'm like, no. Rickards isn't local. Um, so yeah, so I I order beer and um sometimes I'm literally it's like surprise me. Bring me a beer that's not made by Molson Labatt or Coors or uh Bud. You know. We have one, what is the uh Elysian's it's called the Elysian Men's Room. It's uh brewed in Seattle, it's a red ale, and it's nice. not bad either. Yeah. Elysian, Elysian Brewing, they make some damn good beer. So what's your go-to? Like, what's your favorite beer of all time? My favorite beer of all time? Ooh. Uh, oh, salty. <laughs> it's out of Vancouver, B.C., it's called. It's hard for me to get my hands on, so I always try to get get it when I was out when I'm out west, but it doesn't always work. Uh, first found it in 1997 in Whistler, BC, is when the first time I saw it, and I started drinking it ever since. Um, Shaftesbury Cream Ale. Hmm. Never heard of that one. Yeah, no, no. it's a microbrewery in uh, Vancouver, I think. If Very I had nice. a personal favorite. Another good microbrace just across the border in Bellingham is a uh, Boundary Bay. They have yeah. some good beer. Yeah. Wait, was that wild ass seat getting uncomfortable? No, I, I shit to myself. You know. Oh, I, said, I had to move the chair. Can you clarify that word again? Yeah, it sounded yeah. like you said something else. No, I just had to move. And if that wild ass really is the way you claim it is, you shouldn't have had to shift it in your seat, Denver. I'm just saying. No, see, Unless I actually had my bar stool sitting the wrong way, so the freaking metal pull of it has jabbed me in the leg, so I had to move it. Right. Right. Yeah. Your leg. Gotcha. That's right. Okay. All right. Yes, the boys saved me from El Buffalo shanking me, so now we're all right with the world. Me and El Buffalo are in better speaking terms now, so it's all good. Oh. Get so, uh, El Brifalo and El Buffalo are all good? Yeah, we, we worked it out. Oh, that's good. That's good. It seems he was just having fun with me. I thought he was serious. I thought we needed to keep the YouTube riff going. I thought it was good for views. I'm going to have to start one at bike night with the beard. It's not going to end well. It's probably going to end with my bike in a lake with me following it. But, you know, it's views. Well, make good views. As you say, though, like a, a tiff is good for views. I remember. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, if you're a small channel and you can get a big channel to get mad at you, um, people will come watch your videos and say, what the fuck's this idiot about? Hey, views are views. You know, you gave me a good idea. I'll get Denver to send me two of those wild asses because my bar, my bike's got crash bars and the beer can like flip it over at bike night. From the right angle, you'll never know it fell on something soft. 
I like it. I like it. Yeah, with my life, my wife pointing and laughing at me. That's exactly what would happen. She'd be like, you yeah. shouldn't have done that. I know it's right next to the lake to beard. That's why I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs> I could do it out on a dock. Maybe the bike can fall in. Put some floaties on the handlebars. I can see it now. The bike's in the air going in the lake and with a little closed caption. I can't believe this happened to my Harley Davidson. And just have the thumbnail. Thumbnail is the is the bike in flight, and you know everyone's clicking on it. You know, a little Photoshop work and a picture of DeBeard in the right angle will make it work. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay, I got one for you. So, what's a day trip that you've never ridden, but you really would like to? Day trip? Yeah. Do I get to pick the starting point or does it have to be from where I am right now? I don't care. No, just a day trip from somewhere that you've never taken that you would love to do a good day ride. I'll leave a wide open for you. Yeah. Because um, being me, I've actually traveled all through the BC mountains um, and all over the you know East Coast of Canada here. Um, so if I could do a day ride... Um, Well, I, I'm probably all the uh, traditionalists are going to get mad at me, but I actually drove my pickup through the Needles Highway down in South Dakota. I'd love mm -hmm. to do that on a bike. Okay. I'm going to do that in like, uh, I think, two months from now. Yeah, yeah. this is April, so, May. Yeah, so end of June. I uh, when on one of my moves with the with the military. We would drive a couple days, stop for a day because we had an RV. And uh, so we stopped in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, did the Mount Rushmore and tourist things. Of course, at the time, our pickup was a Dodge Dually, uh, a little bit fat in the ass. And so <laughs> the uh, we pull up to the park to do the Needles Highway, and they're like, um, please don't. I'm like, well, how wide is the highway? They're like, well, it's like eight foot nine inches. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Eight, I'm eight foot four. I'm good. Um, they said, okay, please sign our waiver that says we told you this is a bad idea. My wife's like, this is a bad idea. And I'm like, okay. Um so we get to some of the tunnels and that are, you know, jagged, nice, awesome tunnels that are eight feet, nine inches wide, pull the mirrors in and my wife's ducking down thinking I'm an idiot again. And, you know, but we, I go through with no damage. And, uh, but of course everyone sees me roll up and start going through and I got a, I got a lot of people filming and watching this. Oh yeah. There's going to be some carnage. Let's get it on video. But I go through, but what I loved was like those circular, you know, when you, you're going through and you got those nice loopy uh, curves and stuff. I so want to do that on a bike. Um, so we're looking at toy hauler uh, next year and then going to start trying to do more traveling. Um, you know, that's so if I had a day ride, yeah, probably go back to rapid city and do that uh, needles highway around Mount Rushmore stuff. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That's one I'm excited to check out. I can't wait. Yeah. Now, like from here, um, I have the Cabot Trail, which is uh, which is like basically like the East Coast epic ride. Um, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. Again, having lived on both coasts, the the Cabot Trail is an awesome ride. Takes a day, and but it's only two hundred miles. But you want to stop and smell the roses, so you see things and do mm -hmm. do that. Stop for lunch, have a beer. Uh, stop at one of the local microbreweries. 
there's always something to see and do. So it takes you all day to do it. And I find it interesting when I see people who from the West Coast who say, oh, the East Coast sucks, or the people on the East Coast say the West Coast sucks, but they haven't done both. And my statement is they're both equally good. Just the West Coast just happens to have more miles of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, there are some great highways. I mean, I can think of some over here too that they're not very – it's not a long ride, but there is some great scenery to stop and see and, you know, some little tiny – like one I can think of here in West Washington, the Chuckanut, which runs parallel to I-5 but goes right along the upper Puget Sound. There's a little – 290 degree turn town called Edison. It's got like a saloon, a couple little buildings, but has some of the most awesome barbecue. I mean, you'll be two miles outside of town. You could smell the barbecues going. And in the summertime, I mean, it's always lined with motorcycles. It's an awesome little place, but it's like the Chuckanut might be 70 miles, maybe. But, you know, on on a nice day with some of the viewpoints, you got ships out there and some of the views. Fuck, it could take you a couple hours easily. Just, it's a gorgeous ride right on the rocky cliffs. Yeah. You know, it's a two-lane road. You really can't take oversized rigs. Motorhomes aren't allowed because of some of the rock croppings that hang yeah. over. But, oh, it's awesome. And you get down to the little, you know, like Edison, little tiny town. You can hit down to 20, and it's just – it's some awesome fucking place to see. Yeah. Travis, yeah, Drew, uh, I'm not sure about Seattle's roads because I don't fucking live there, you some bitch. Wow. Oh, that's all. Shots fired. I mean, I just like the side chats picked up on that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, job, when I, I was uh, <clears throat> I was listening on my phone on my walk recently to the, your last one, where uh, you know Denver showed up late and Scouse got him, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, oh yeah, I didn't even see that coming because that I was just like, wow, he worked yeah. that in perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, you know, know it's one of those Denver, things. we I'm wouldn't just... pick on you if we didn't love you. Well, the thing is, I'm... is because I'm an actually a navigator by trade and spent so much time flying in Victoria, I, I'm not really allowed to mess up geography, even for a joke. Um, so I'm trying to figure out, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to work something like that in. So yeah, I don't know. So I figured that's why I'd go with the Breakfast Club uh, and 16 Candles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for my wife to see that one. Oh, I'm going to go in the house and I'm going to get it from her too. God damn it. I mean, I just, I mean, my wife makes fun of me because there's a lot of movies I haven't seen, but when you haven't seen oh, yeah. that, I just try to think what else would be in that genre that Denver might not have seen that we need to address. So you didn't see pretty in pink clearly. Cause that was, so uh, well, when'd you get the bug for two wheels, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> 1981. Because, uh, you know, of course, like, let's also talk about, you know, oh, you might not be old enough to remember Street Heart, but, or Street Hawk, I mean. No, no, I don't think it's so. It's a TV show with a motorcycle, kind of like uh, the motorcycle spinoff of uh, Knight Rider. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't watch BJ and the Bear then either, is what Denver, you were saying. Airwolf Denver, anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Airwolf. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Grand Michael Vincent. Yeah. Yep. TJ Hooker. Oh, that was with uh, uh Chips. Did you ever watch Chips, Denver? Oh, fuck yeah, Chips is a classic. No. Man. Uh, Heather Locklear and TJ Hooker. 
you know, some days you got to wonder about this. St. Elmo's farm. Yeah. Oh, license to drive. Johnny Fi Oh, the side chat's just pouring yeah. in now. Yeah. Mannequin. Right. That was an old eighties classic. Yeah. With fucking what's his name? Mannequin. Yep. Yeah. Revenge, Revenge of the, the Nerds. Who hasn't seen Revenge of the Nerds? Weekends at Bernie's. Fucking, oh yeah. See, that's where I give my wife shit. Cause she's never seen like, uh, oh Jesus. Now I'm going to Napoleon dynamite. I mean, fuck. That's so fucking stupid. It's funny. I haven't seen it. Jesus Christ. Well, fuck. Maybe you should. Uh, Drew, I, I, think, just... I think the flying bikes, you're thinking of that Chris Christopherson, uh, or not. Uh, there's a movie, Delta Force, or something like that, had a flying bike. Um, oh, that movie was so bad. Yeah. I know. It was so bad. Yeah. We're Another going in convert. Movie. Yeah. Porky. It's like, yeah. Academy. Oh, the Those plane took off without him, so he's going to turn his bike into a plane and fly into the back of the Herc. <laughs> Yeah, some of those uh, some of those movies are just terrible. How about Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Denver? Oh yeah. Okay. You know, we just DVD worry about you. Who, who couldn't come on? Oh cut yeah. Just can we just take a moment and just reflect yeah. for a moment? Yeah. All right, I'm back. Okay. Well, so actually maybe we'll talk music. What kind of music did you listen to in the eighties? Oh, I listen to a lot of the eighties. Because here, here's something I'm gonna gonna tell you you can Google later. Check out Tiffany's latest version of I Think We're Alone Now. As she's approaching 50. I have. That's fucking comical. <laughs> Actually, it popped up on YouTube a while back was one of the things. Have you seen this? I'm like, oh, oh shit, I gotta see this. How <laughs> bad is it? Oh, yeah. It's go watch it, Brian. <laughs> I feel like I really feel like with musicians, there needs to be a cap. Some there needs to be like a board that goes, you know what? You've had enough. You're out. <laughs> okay, well, here's one. And uh, what is it? May. 14th at the uh, Evergreen or not Evergreen, uh, Emerald Queen Casino over in Tacoma, Salt and Pepper. Ooh, and one of them wow. just turned like 56 the other day, and they're they're going on a casino tour. Wasn't that where you go once you hit 56? Like, I feel like that's yeah. where the artists go. Yeah, it could be. Well, I'm trying to think of some of the, you know, you start thinking of, you know, Def Leppard still touring. Um, you know, like you start thinking of some of these people have been touring. You know, and I, I remember seeing them in the early 80s, and they were, I thought they were like old guys then because, of course, I was like a kid, but they're still going. Oh, it's like, I mean, you look at a Carrot Top a while back, had one of his little skits doing Mick Jagger. He's got a fucking walker with a microphone on it. Carrot Top. Wow, you went deep. Yeah. That's right. That's a good one. Good reference. Oosh. Yeah. Yeah, don't go chasing waterfalls. That's true. We don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to go chase yeah. any waterfalls. I think it was. I think it was anonymous biker that got that stuck in Moto Blonde's head for a while. Somebody's God, head it was stuck is. in. Actually, yeah, I think I actually sent that link to someone. Actually, just the other day, someone said something, and I posted the link to that video in it. That could be worse than getting rickrolled. Jesus. <laughs> So, so the thing I always like to ask is you have the victory. So do you plan on running into what dies? Do you plan on moving to something else? If so, what would you move to? Do you have a um, dream bike? So my plan is essentially to ride it uh, until the wheels fall off. And then if someone hasn't come up with a way to re-engine it or something like that, where I can just take the frame and rebuild it, mm -hmm. um, until the maybe, wheels uh, fall off or you can't get parts anymore. Yeah. So I figure, you know, maybe I'll, who knows, maybe because you know, they have to keep parts going until I think it's 2027. 
Uh, they have to support it because they didn't. It didn't go bankrupt. They just shut it down. So it's kind of like Saturn. Um, General Motors has to promote tests to still protect it and uh, repair it. So Polaris still has to support Victory uh, for ten years after they shut it down. Wow. Okay. So parts are already getting in hard supply. So I've started uh, collecting, um, but. If I hit the point where my reliability is in question, then I'll, yeah, I'll probably start turning it into a bobber or a cat. I'm actually thinking for fun, I want to make it a cafe racer, but, uh, um, but, uh, you know, turn, I'll turn it into something and keep it, or I'll just mount it on a wall and call it a sculpture. Oh, fuck. Dare to be different. I would love to see that. Yeah. And well, there's yeah, a good one in the side chat, though, not to get sidetracked, but George Carlin, one of the best comedians yeah. of the 80s. Absolutely. And I was actually, yeah, I would say neck and neck was robin williams and i did get to see him live in fuck early 2000s that was one epic stand-up comedian show i left that place in pain from laughing so fucking hard robin williams was amazing i wish i could have seen george carlin i wish george carlin could be alive today to see that shit going on in this country yeah i just don't know how a cholo build would you know i just i don't know that's just not me you know, no, dude, the cafe like... racer would be epic on a victory because you would be a f- one of a kind. I know, like it'll be, you know. So when you look at it, park at other cafe racers, it would be huge. Oh yeah, dare to be different. I fucking love it. Yeah, so that's you know, and I am kind of a dare to be different guy because it's more fun. Um, you know, just more entertaining, keeps people yeah. guessing. Exactly, you know? and when you're, you know. Like everyone, a lot of people think because I'm a big guy, I've been in a lot of bar fights. I actually haven't. Mostly because when someone challenged me to a fight, I usually tell them, you didn't ask me nicely. <laughs> if you want me to step outside, you need to say please. You know, and then all of a sudden they get so flustered. It's just like that part in Bull Durham <laughs> where they start thinking and it's like, you know, um, you know, it's like. No, I'm not going to step outside. You didn't ask me nicely. And people don't know how to reply to that. Oh, catching totally off guard. That's funny shit. Now I want to see Denver in a cafe bike. I think that would be gold. I need to get off my ass and finish the one I got. I really need to start working on mine. That's right. You had it. Oh, that's right. You have the the, uh, Honda. I forgot about that. Yeah, I got the the CB750E. F Super Sport. Nice. So if you had to replace it with something that wasn't victory, what would you do? Oh, so anyway, yeah, about the back, back to the bike, because I got sidetracked with the Dallas fake uh, face mall about McMars, and I was like, well, um, so dream bike. Yeah, I don't necessarily have one because I'm more of a utilitarian guy. Okay. What fits me without me spending way too much money on it? Um. So, you know, it's, you know, I sat on my buddy's Challenger and, you know, as much as Salty probably hates them, if they get their shit sorted out in a couple of years, I'll probably look at a Challenger or the Pursuit, which to me is like Challenger Tour. Um, but uh, I like the Pursuit. It's a nice I bike. do too. I like the looks of it, honestly. It just, it just it, because I ride a cross country, if you look at the cross country versus cross country tour, that's what the Challenger Pursuit meet looked like mm-hmm. to me. And uh, no, he won't, Drew. Not happening. 
For one, I, I ain't getting on a fucking Vespa and I ain't cruising Seattle. Well, he was going to cover it Starbucks sucks. for you. I mean, that's. Yeah. Now you don't even want to mess with that fucking town. Yeah. See, the beard, I don't get it either, um, but I think Travis kind of hit it on the head, you know. I just, I actually just don't want to give up drinking my beer, you know. And that's fair. Yeah. And if you don't ask me nicely, learn your manners. Yeah. I think the I think the pursuit was kind of cool. I like that it's a sort of a chunkier roguelite. I don't know that I'd buy an Indian. Yeah. But I'm and I'm just burnt because they did away with victory. That I won't lie. Yeah. I wanted a victory vision so bad. Yeah. I just don't fit on a Harley. I've done all the test rides. I just feel like I'm sitting so far forward that, you know, and then I can't I can't go to the tall boy seat and move my seating position back because then my wife can't ride. Um, my wife decided to stop riding. And so she rides on the back of mine. So I got to make sure it's comfortable for her. So that's why probably like pursuit, you know, in a couple of years, this isn't going to happen anytime soon, but uh, um, unless, you know, I have a friend who wants me to start doing bike tours of the Cabot trail. So who knows, maybe that'll turn into a thing and I'll have to buy a new bike. Um, there you go. So, um, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Apparently somebody wants to fight you for YouTube views. I mean, it's something. Hey, you know, I've, I've told <laughs> you people, know. you know, drama causes views. You know, Logan Paul has made a, made his career out of causing shit. <laughs> Good point. You know, if you're a shit disturber, it gets views. I mean, I'm going to miss my bike when the beard throws it in the lake, but I mean, views are views. That's I'll right. you in to go get it, so you'll get it back. It's a good point. I could probably ride it out as long as, yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, there's got to be some logic there. Yeah. No, I, can, I can help give you some logic. <laughs> we proper SEO score it. You know, we'll be good. It's a glass in. Yeah, military biker wants to give somebody a glass in. <laughs> that boy scares me. <laughs> Dude, he would be so fun on, to hang out with. Well, he's coming to Sturgis. Why don't you go meet him? Trust me, if, if I could swing that one, I would go back. You know, six weeks after I leave there and go back, I'd fucking love to. You're a big podcast star now, buddy. You should yeah. you should have people paying for your visit. I wish I ain't that big. Come on now, I'm just I'm just just a small town guy, man. Small town guy that ranked what again? Twenty five, uh, thirty two in Canada, and the best I got was forty two in the United States. Oh, so but yeah, but hey, you're welcome. We love, hey, you. Thanks, yeah, buddy. we love you, Canada. Yeah, yeah. I'm Scouse a- and I can take credit for that because we probably had a bit to do with it. But awesome, um, man. Thank you. Fuck yeah. yeah, we're here my, for you. My podcast is big in Germany. I'm like Hasselhoff. Me and Hasselhoff <laughs> going to take Germany <laughs> over. You going to start uh, singing now too? No, but I think maybe I could do like maybe I'll have him on the podcast. Maybe that would really be good. Take for your shirt numbers. off and show you know get, get the little uh, jacket going. No, no, no. Yeah. There, there's a line That's for good. views. I'm not that yeah. yeah, I mean, holy shit! I actually hit 19 in Canada. God damn! That's fucking wow. Real. Think about it. I just had Rob- to check it. It said I dropped 40 points, and I was like at 49 or some shit. I'm like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> See now, if you have Rob on your show, you could you know he brings some of his Canadian friends, and you you could you could take Canada over. You know, goddamn kid moto for telling me about this shit. Now I fucking check it. I never knew about it beforehand, and and now that I know about it, fuck, it's like I gotta check it once a day. He was a lot easier to live with. Now he's just like you you have to call his receptionist to talk to him, and you're like, oh, Denver's not in top twenty in Canada. Wow. 
Yeah, if I can get three more people on, that should put you up over top ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we could get a we could get we could get Angie on who was on my podcast. She's from Canada. She's badass. Maybe that's yeah. maybe Denver. Now we figured out where your market has to be. Yeah. Maybe nobody loves you in America, but Canada, oh. you could take over. Fuck, oh, Canada. Shit. Well, if, you, if you do jump on the ferry and go over, you know, uh, Chaos Moto Cafe would would meet up with you. He's, uh, I, you know, I, I do have some. Actually, there used to be a place up there, the uh, Victoria Motorcycle Salvage. It was a big motorcycle shop and junkyard. But uh, Jim Hanna was a good friend of mine. He actually passed away, I think it was last year from fucking cancer but yeah i mean i have a bunch of guys i used to race with up there when i was you know my younger years when i was doing the hill climb circuit it was made a lot of good friends up there and it would be fun now that they're opening it back up to people that you can go across if you haven't been jabbed and shit so that'll be good i'd love to go back up through victoria and go tour up through the island now, did they shut the port Andres victoria ferry down during the covid or yep it damn near went bankrupt but i heard they'd yeah. got some federal funding and some other stuff going so it could stay around and now i think everything's opening back up here very very soon i can't remember the exact date but it's yeah because i think now it's really soon random testing for vaccinated people coming into canada i think it is or something like that i can't even keep track like i'm going to Texas yeah i, I want to say and, it was i don't even know what i'm what i have to worry about i don't know here soon they were lifting it where vaccinations are no longer required across the border into Canada. At least I don't know if that's only through Washington state or if that was a whole border, but I saw that here just a little bit yeah. ago. No, our border rules are federal. So BC can't really control that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that reminds me of something that you brought up, uh, talking to someone recently. <laughs> um, you talked about your enhanced driver's license versus passports across the border. Uh, Correct. I think in Canada, we call it a fast card. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so trucking has something like that up here too. Is that like, um, yeah, I know when I, when I added my, you know, when I put my commercial driver's license on, it was like five bucks to add the enhanced portion of it. So going makes it easier for driving across the border, show them your license, hey, it's enhanced, your back, all that shit. And yeah. And the same thing with like, I have other uh, accesses for government stuff or if I want to trucking into different areas for government deals. I can enter the government ID I have, and I can bypass all the TSA, all your pre-beg check, and go around all that and go right to my plane. Yeah. But I don't ever fly, so. but I have that option now. So you're a man that has a perk that he doesn't use? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, you're going to need perk. that when you start going in that Canadian tour. Heck, yeah, I'm going to go to Nova Scotia. Me and Rob are going to ride cross-country right. back to the west side. All right. There you go. Yeah, if anyone shows up up here, I'll take you riding, drinking. Um, I know where all the breweries oh, are. Sold. Wow. God damn, that's all I had to say, riding and drinking. Denver's going to be number one in Canada I, after this. Tour. I'm on board. <laughs> now, the but key, yeah, though, Denver, is you got to do all your podcasts from local breweries. Hey, it can be Because drunk people will subscribe to anything. I mean, that's marketing 101. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, Rob, as we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to promote? I mean, tell us again. Where, I'm going to put all the links to your channel and all that in the okay. uh, comment section. But uh, for folks listening, tell us where they can find you, all your social media, anything you have coming up, and any uh, last words you have, sir. So I'm on basically uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I've not uh, – I haven't decided 
I'm not going into TikTok or anything like that because uh, I just, you know, part of it is attention span. I can't keep up. Um, you know, and you got to look at if you if you put yourself on too many channels, you have to feed sure. that beast. And so I'm even to the point where I might drop Twitter um, and just keep Facebook and Instagram. And I uh, Twitter good for entertainment. Same with TikTok. I'll make a fool out of myself for a little bit, but you know, it, it's all. But I could do I could do that on Instagram. You got a point. Um, you know, and I, cause like on Instagram for fun, cause my marketing course, we talked about Instagram reels in the social media marketing portion. So I made one for fun and put it on the dead knot channel last, uh, October. I happened to have a skeleton, you know, that I was doing for Halloween decorations. So I walked by my wife's office and did, did a sketchy shit thing. And, you know, 15 second clip. I have like four at the time I had like 300 followers on Instagram, but it got 4,000 views. You know, so it's oh, like, I did. I did one of those on uh, TikTok, making fun of Jay Inslee. Got like thirty-two thousand views. Yeah. It's like holy Jesus, but it's true that governor of this state is a polished shit. Can we just take um, a moment to acknowledge that El Buffalo, my BFF, the man that I inspired to be one day, has entered the room. That's all. And is, is that part of the deal? So we won't shank you. Yes, we. Um, my lawyer suggested that I take a much different approach. Apparently, you don't <laughs> poke a buffalo. That's what he said. So, uh, well, I can't we call them bison? Um, you know, because apparently buffalo is a derogatory term, and it might hurt their liberal feelings. That's um, you know, you have a point. It, yeah. This is and now that I got nowadays. this turf war going with uh, De Beard, and we're going to finish it Monday. So you know, you know, we'll we'll get through it. Hey, listen, so pictures so and video or didn't happen, Brian. Oh, you know, if I meet the beard, there's going to be pictures. Okay. But a betting pool over how how far you get into the lake you go. Hey, you no, got onto shit. something. We've had midget throwing. Maybe we could have Brian throwing. You know, say we could take side bets. I'll, yeah. you know, I'll split the profits with the beard. I'm not afraid about that. Yeah, we, we can make up a board and, you know, it can go every by <laughs> six inch, one foot increments, yeah. how far you And then, of course, do it on live stream for the views because that's going to get a bunch. Yes. Yeah, no, I think I think to do this, hold on, you're onto something. I have to go to Sturgis and then De Beard throws me into a lake and then Monkey. It's him in a competition with um El Buffalo. Who could it has to be in Sturgis, so it can be like I can't believe I got beat up in Sturgis. I have to have the you know wait, hold on. Professional monkey threw me into a lake live in Sturgis. There it is. No, it's the lake. Professional monkey threw you into a jello pit. Bingo. A million views. With girls at the Buffalo Chip. In That's the, right. In the I went jello, res- jello wrestling with promo. No, that won't yeah. work either. No. Oh, yes, it will. Trust me. That'll blow yeah. up. But as long as the thumbnail has all the girls from Buffalo Chip standing around the pool, you're good. You're golden. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Someone told me bikinis, the other day golden. that they went to a bike rally and they let girls in bikinis wash their bike. And there's so many things that bother me about that. I'm like, do you hate your bike? I don't know that I'd let a stranger wash my bike. <laughs> like, I don't know. This just sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. But as for uh, other shout outs, uh, you know, I've, as a nonprofit volunteer and just like Scouse did last week, um, the Rolling Barrage is a cross Canada PTSD ride that starts here in Halifax, um, goes uh, coast to coast. Uh, happens in August. Uh, check out www.therollingbarrage.com. Um, that's 
you know, there's also another one going on that I, with the Canadian guys, um, I, on Monday nights, uh, I hang out with the Canadian guys. And a few weeks ago, we talked to a guy who's doing a PTSD awareness event that's going to be 30,000 kilometers, so about 20,000 miles. And he's traveling all over Canada doing PTSD speaking events. It's called Dispatches Ride. And, uh, oh, that's you know, fantastic. It's a, all about PTSD. He's a veteran as well. And, uh, you know, so he's, he's all about, but same thing, as I mentioned about cancer, you got to be willing to talk about it. And mm -hmm. so he's actually, it's a speaking tour. Now the cool part about that is, uh, he actually has a documentary film crew that's going to make an indie film about PTSD, about his trip and the, the tour and all that stuff. So he's actually got a motorhome with a film crew following him. Now, is he on a motorcycle then during this? Yep. Yep. So, okay. So if nice, we're going to have to hook up on, on Facebook for sure. And uh, because that's the kind of stuff that I, you know, that I'm fucking I'm lost my words here that I enjoy <laughs> wanting to share, yep. you know, that kind of stuff when it comes to the V twin life. I mean, I love sharing a lot of the stuff from mile monsters, oh. what they're doing on their tours and, other you know avenues people doing this stuff to you know better other people and to help bring more light to you know whether it's diseases you know like ptsd or for like with right nope. i do a lot I will of stuff definitely with that connect you with them um and if you want to have them on to help your canadian content um you know it uh oh shit. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah no he and he's a great speaker too um you know no that'd the, be awesome if you uh, go on to the Dead Knot page, it was a live stream we did a couple weeks ago. His name is Mike Terry. Great guy. Retired infantry. Um, and, you know, he's doing it all on a single-cylinder 650. Oh, badass. Hey, wow. So, yeah, we're so definitely going to have to hook up offline and uh, get some connections because that that's, you know, something – if I can help, you know, spread awareness or bring attention yeah. to something, one or two more people, hey, that's awesome. You know, that's the kind of stuff that I love to try to help out. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not a V twin, but you know, it well, doesn't he's, matter. He's still a cool guy. Hey, well, I mean, he's going to change it, it his podcast the, to the Canadian life to the, it's you know, the V twin life. But for me, it's, you know, it's all oh. about motors. I mean, shit, I had big Smitty, right? It's Goldwing. I mean, come on. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. I know it's me, but no, I mean, it's all, you know, we all ride for, you know, similar reasons. We enjoy the wind mm -hmm. for some of us. It, it is therapeutic for others. Just, you know, it's that way to, to release because yeah. you just need it or whatnot. And, you know, we all enjoy riding. And, man, if you ride a bike, yeah. you enjoy it, then, hey, you know what? Well, some of these off. big PTSD rides, they become almost like a uh, rolling uh, therapy session. I and That's fantastic. I could totally agree with that and so understand it. Every year, it seems almost every year, you have a guy who at the day one, his wife basically said, you go on the ride, do something, or, you know, like, you know, get, getting, you know, frustrated. So you have, you'll see someone kind of withdrawn from the group. Um, you know, you have people who have ridden it before they know each other and you'll see a person a bit withdrawn. So you invite them in. So like, like last year, you know, we had a guy kind of withdrawn, but then on the second night, we literally had a parking lot party, brought it a whole bunch of chairs in a circle. Everyone was in the circle. So he had no choice, but to be, he couldn't sort of sit in the shadows. So we're all talking, carrying on, having a good time. Like, okay, my main thing was anti-submarine warfare, helicopters. He was a submariner, you know? And so we're talking, laughing, and all that stuff. But 
you know, he all of a sudden is doing the entire cross Canada and it became a rolling therapy session for him. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We need more of that in this world. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's a large part of why I volunteer with a lot of stuff and, you know, try to promote these kind of events. And if I, if, all this marketing schooling, you know, it's frustrating as it is dealing with all these 20 something students in class. Um, if I'm able to learn and help rides by developing their marketing, then I can actually benefit people. And to me, that's a positive. So let's go for it. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Well, I think it's, it's admirable what you're doing for the community. We appreciate it. I think that's great. I mean, more people should be doing that. I think if you can take your channel and find something that you're, passionate about and sort of push that at, at no matter what level, whether you're you know pushing it hard or just pushing it subliminally. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. And it's guys like those kind of guys that can be very inspirational also yeah. to help to, you know, better 100%. something to, to do something. And uh, that's stuff like, so my plan on the Rob channel, is going to be to like to host live streams with some of these guys and just tell their story. It's an inspirational story, and I'm going to have a live stream with someone who has an inspirational story, and I'm lining up. I'm lining up a few people that when I least new start, because my plan is probably around May first. I'm really going to start pushing the other channel hard. Um, dead not probably still once a week or so, but I'm going to start pushing the content out that I want to be really, um, you know, that positive mental attitude, inspirational, educational. I'm going to start pushing that content hard. Um, and then, you know, but with some marketing education with dead, not as the test bed for you need to do this. Dead not's going to try it. He might be an idiot, but it's going to, it might happen. Um, yeah. And add that edge. The comedy factor is going to be on the dead, not side. And that's going to be the link between the two. Mm-hmm. That's how it makes sense up here right now. I don't know if it's a good idea, but Hey, we're we'll going to find out together. Right. Hey, you know, and sometimes that's the best way to do it. You put things out there and you see how it works. And sometimes it lands and sometimes it doesn't, but yeah. that's okay. You know, yeah. um, that's good. That's really good. Well, we appreciate it, sir. And I will put the links on everything. Um, to Beard, are you on live tomorrow? Oh, Jesus. Life now, El- now you got El Buffalo chiming in on the Seattle shit, Bry. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know what the weather's like in Seattle. All I know Buff- is... About 100 rain. miles west, it's only like 50 degrees outside. How bunch of sun? Yeah, it's probably man. raining. So uh, I don't know if the beard's on live or not tomorrow, but you can chime in with that uh, on uh, on the fireside chat with Bodine and Colin and HDR. They're bringing guests back on, so that'll be fun on Sunday. And that's it, six o'clock, I believe, and then we're on. Denver and I are, well, I'm on with Denver at 8. 8 Eastern, 5 and who, Pacific. And with, who uh, who do you have on, Denver? Oh, that'd be the men of Beards and Brews. The men Bert of Beards. I mean, I mean, Bert and Joe. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're going to hang out and, you know, we're, we're going to have a good time talking brews, beers, bikes, and it's, it's going to be awesome. So the Beard Thanks, is on Denver live. Tremors. Oh, he's on live with the Piney Princess. That's a nice replacement for George. That's that's what you do for views. <laughs> All right, so we got some yeah. lives coming up. Awesome. Well, Rob, thank you so much. If you want to hang out for the uh, 
the post game show. You want to walk with Well, hang out in the Watch green room. Song. Yeah, we'll hang out in the green room because that's how we're all bougie like. Yeah. And uh, Denver again, guy. congratulations for uh, taking over Canada. Hey, thank uh, you. Thank I you, look yeah. forward to getting that Tim Hortons gift oh, card from you. I'm going to kick Trudeau out just to help all these guys. Trudeau, however you the fuck you say Please, that thank you. Name. That would be great because, yeah. yeah I, uh, I'm, I'm coming for you guys. Yeah. I'm going I'm to help you all out. Okay. <laughs> well, and they'll appreciate it too because you won't be in Seattle anymore. So maybe they can That's find right. somewhere else. Yeah. Quebec. All right. So tomorrow, make sure well, you join. Who do you? Yeah. <laughs> so tomorrow, it's <laughs> Beggars and Brews at 8 o'clock, guys. We'll see you there. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. And please remember, you're not alone. Thanks for listening or watching, guys. See ya. Later.